We ready? We are ready. What are we doing? We're giving away some t-shirts. Boom, 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 yep. boom. T-shirt, t-shirt, go. Give it away. Give it away. Give, give it away, away now. Right give now. it away now. Give it away now. What was that? I was going to go there. That's not Who give was it away, that? Give it away. Give it away now. Yeah, what was that? It's Red Hot Chili Peppers, bro. Oh, idiot. What an yeah. idiot sometimes I, I am. I was, God. I, was, I think you slapped you in the hairy legs. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Huh? I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think that they're one of the most underrated rock bands of all time not not because people think anything poorly about them no. but because they're not considered great but they are well, well it's because well, they're, they're in a funk kind of rock band though you know what i mean it's like it's not like rock so well it's wasn't not, it too i mean they're, they're their own style man it's i would cool. like to ask you maybe you know more did weren't they one of those bands too that were like uh super anti going with a major label so they were aren't they you know maybe yeah I don't there's know. some there's I know some pearl jam was but okay know. pearl jam is like that then yeah. i know okay so i knew it was like someone around that era that they did there's some some bands that were like that right that were we know them they were great but they could have been so yeah, much bigger like but, the record companies and they went their own way mm -hmm. and just, you know put out their own they weren't one, they weren't one of those ones huh yeah. i don't know i have no idea i thought maybe you would know all right. God damn it! I looked. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm a, a music dude. almanac. Over okay. There. <laughs> but, well, uh, this time round we got 30 reviews. God, they just keep going up damn and up it. and up and up. Holy, holy! That's all. That's freaking 30? excellent. That's great. Yes. Who called upon the 30? Was that you, Doug? It must have been me. Okay. I'll take credit, <laughs> Doug. Man, <laughs> oh, why not? You trumps us all. How many shirts are we giving away then? We're gonna give away seven. Whoa! Seven magic shirts? number seven shirts. What the hell? That's a lot. Man. Do you wow. know I'm hooking it up. You know, you know, these shirts don't grow on trees. Good though. They do not. <laughs> yeah, they do not. <laughs> they do not grow on trees. Good thing we have someone else doing that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they grow in cotton fields. So, you know, and one thing that you've said, Sal, is like, if we like your review, you can get a shirt. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. We like everybody's reviews. All right. But if we really love your review and if it's really got some really see, meaty you stuff see, in Doug, it. You see, Doug, this is why you're the producer. You're clear. Yeah. You're very clear. I'm, I'm, clear. I'm actually glad you said that because I think someone responded to us like, I left a review and I didn't get a shirt. Uh, like, yeah. And it's, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, harder. it's not guaranteed. No. It, I mean, we're going to choose the ones we like the most. Not to say that yours is not great, but we thought the others were great. Still, seven out of <laughs> seven out of 30 is a, is a, is a, is a those are great yeah, odds. Those are sometimes. very good odds. Of so getting keep, a t-shirt. Yeah, keep leaving reviews and your chances are high to get one mm -hmm. now i'm going to read them off tay tay h93 tay tay is saying that mind pump is her google for fitness Ooh, Ooh, like so if that. she wants to search anything fitness related she searches mind pump guess who just got Go a boner? right to the source i like that <laughs> we got m clanfield <laughs> Uh, this is a name you'll love. I make barbells my bitch. Oh, yeah. there you yes, go. you do. C Win 24, J Poppy 115. Poppy. Oh, J Poppy. <laughs> and Pump One Ron Man. All our winners send your name, your iTunes name to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com, your shipping address, as well as your shirt size, and we'll get that right out to you. Claim your free shirt. Get it, bitches. Why it's hot. Whoa. Let's be nice. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I feel like ever since we got these mafia shirts, you know, it, <laughs> but you sound like it's getting me in a sort of I don't know. <laughs> you sound like a cross between uh, uh, like uh, Scarface and The Godfather. Like you can't decide where you're from. You know, it's See? it's little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it's a little bit. Of that, you know what I 
Mind Papa pump. Fungulo. I love it. That's a good Italian to get there. Thank yep. you. I like these Mind Pump Mafia t-shirts. They're fucking dope. They're pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Those are badass, bro. They're nice, dude. I yeah. like them. Yeah. I feel like I'm... Um, they sold faster than any other shirt we've ever done. For sure, spill some far. olive oil on really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. Faster than the shirt with Justin's face on it? Faster than that shirt. <laughs> Damn. That one yeah. went real fast. <laughs> Doug's producer shirt's moving pretty quick, too. Oh, the one that says... It was fucked up. You guys wanted to make that into toilet paper. Remember? We talked about that. <laughs> what? It was not cool. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? My face. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with me. Yeah. <laughs> did, Ever, I t- did I hey, tell you guys what happened? Uh, I didn't tell you guys what happened over the weekend. No. You were what? fucking radio silent this weekend, yeah, bro. Where were you, dude? Was, we were I, having communications. I, I don't like, I don't like I when know. you're like that. I was having a tough time. Yeah. So this week, so Saturday, uh, I we're gonna go. We're going to kidnap you next time. I go because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself some running shoes. Everybody calm down. I'm not going to run. Uh, it's because I, I wanted some shoes <laughs> that were... Whoa. Everybody calm the fuck down. We, calm the we fuck. were like, there will be no running here. Yeah. 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 Um, Too much. Because uh, I'm, I've been, now that the, the weather is really warm, I like to go on you know hour walks or hikes, and uh, my indoor soccer shoes, uh, as much as I love them, just don't cut it. Hmm. So I'm like, I need running shoes. So I went downtown Los Gatos, and there's there's parking in front of the post office there. So I parked there, I walk over to go look for my this place that sells running shoes. Apparently, they're out of business; they're not there anymore. So I I walk back to my car, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna eat. I want to eat some some seafood, but it's a little further down the road. So I got in my car, moved my car down further, went in the restaurant, ate dinner. I come out and I go to the original parking spot. I forgot I had moved my car. This is how this is what happens when you're in a lot of stress. You forget everything. Oh no. So I go over there, no fucking car. I'm like, did somebody steal my <laughs> you car? Thought your car was stolen. Bro, I'm like, oh. did someone steal my car in Los Gatos? Like for those <laughs> the listeners not listen like not familiar with the, the Bay Area, that's a very wealthy part of the of the of Silicon Valley. Like it's like very you're not gonna find a house less than one point five million, right? So I'm like, someone just fucking steal my car. And not only that, but I don't drive a car you want to steal anyway. It's a fucking Jetta. Like, someone stole my Jetta? <laughs> so I'm, And I look up, and there that was a sign. Hilarious. There was a sign that it said, 30 minutes parking only. All others will, you know, if you stay longer than that, it'll be towed. So I'm like, I thought for sure I got towed. So I'm fucking heated, right? So I call the, the, the police department, the Los Gatos Police Department. And the, and the lady's like, um, you know, I'm like, I think you guys towed my car. And she's like, well, what kind of car is it? I'm like, a black Jetta or whatever. And she's like, yeah, we did. She's like, but you're not going to be able to get it probably till Monday. What? Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? My car's gone. I got my gym bag in there, <laughs> which is where I keep all my work shit. I'm stranded. Uh, you know, half of my family's gone out of town right now. I almost called your your ass at fucking 8.30, but I'm like, there's no way he's sober enough to drive. So I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So she's like, well, we have two emergencies we're dealing with, and then we'll come back and get back to you later on tonight. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm just roaming around i walk over and get some uh uh dairy-free uh frozen yogurt mm. it's really good <laughs> yeah. so i'm sitting there and uh, i look across the street for and i'm like wow that car looks just like mine <laughs> so I, I hit my alarm and it turns out like, oh fuck <laughs> bro i swear to god for fucking uh, three hours i was convinced but then the weird you, thing is the police department made my blood pressure the police up. department actually towed a car that was like mine yeah. Fucking crazy. That is crazy. So of me. They did. So the moral of the story is the whole. This there's a moral here, is that getting ice cream helped me find my car. Oh. <laughs> did you know I? Saying? There was a good part. That, that. Okay. Did I ever tell that you guys the, my tow truck story? No. Oh my god, I got one for you guys. You just reminded me of something. So when I lived in my my complex, right? So when we 
I had a gated community and they used to have about a year or two years into I, after I was living there, uh, they, they put a sign on there that said that uh, if you did not have uh, an additional parking pass for any additional vehicles that you would get towed. So, and it was in this was small gated community. You probably had about, I don't know, 50 to a hundred extra spots that, you know, everybody, if you had a second car, you had guest over, that's where they parked. Well, now they're, they wanted you to buy a parking pass and you, you know, then you had to put it in your window or else you get towed. So of course I was the asshole who didn't do that right away. And I got towed and I remember going down the first time and I'm like 250 bucks, right? Is that how much it costs? Yeah. 250. That's what I thought. I was so mad. So 250 bucks to get it out. And I'm like, son of a bitch. That's what I get. Well, let me go find out how much this parking pass is. Find out the parking pass uh, is $50. And I said, well, I have three cars plus my roommate has a car and then we each have girlfriends. So can we get more passes? Like, no, you're only allowed one pass per household. Well, how the fuck's that going to work? So I'm already up shit creek right now because I've got an extra car myself. We have a two-car garage, so two cars are in there, but we're still fucked right now. So outside, and I, this is when I lived on east side San Jose, so this is kind of like, I'm in the ghetto, but I'm in a nice gated community. So like, we're okay where we're at. <laughs> outside the Ghetto-ish. gate. Outside the gate, I'm scared to death to park my car out there, right? Especially my cars that I have <laughs> stuff done to it, right? So I'm like... Fuck this. I'll just, you know what? When they tell me, they tell me, and I'm just going to- Hope we don't have any listeners uh, deal, from me. <laughs> deal, deal with it. Yeah. I lived there for almost 10 years. Come on. So uh, so this was this game that we played, and we'd always be like trying to figure out when the tow truck was coming and kind of go out and then come back in. And like I played this game for many years. And uh, at the time, I was making good money. So you know when it happened, and it was it was occasionally, it would, it would happen to me a couple times a month. I would go pay for it, and I just like, whatever, fuck you guys. You well, know? well, a couple times a month, it would get towed? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and this, yeah, this is expensive. So this went on, this went on for years to the point where I got to know the people really well, you know, and I'd be coming down and be like, Oh, they say hi to me when I come walking up and every <laughs> yeah, time we love your money and every time I'm bitter and pissed <laughs> exactly. off. But if everybody understands, like I, the way I looked at it was I was, I felt safer about parking my car in there and, and the chances I would take of it getting stolen than putting my car outside this gated community where I was certain that somebody would drive by and I had a stereo system, ran everything on the, on the cars that I was driving. So you know, I for sure was going to get stolen, right? So I, I, I'd rather roll the dice of dealing with this tow truck thing. So this happened to me. This literally goes on for maybe a year, two years, and then uh, finally, um, I have this incident where I'm heading to work and go outside. Sure as shit, fucking cars towed. Ugh. So I'm pissed, and I'm heading down there. <clears throat> and for some reason, I don't know why, but the guy that was running, that was in charge of this this morning, was just a fucking dick. You know, and I, and he was just being a complete asshole to me. Actually, I take that back. The guy, it was a, it was an old lady first that I was dealing with, and she was being a complete bitch to me. And you know, I was asking for the manager. Well, I guess she's the owner, and the manager is her son. And I've dealt with him a billion times before, and whatever. And it's, I was like, man, are you serious? Like, I need my car. And they're like, well, no, you need to, you need to go get a, a, a picture, or you need your actual. Um, Whatchamacallit? Your uh, driver's license? No, not your driver's license. <laughs> the, the Say my name's on the card. The registration. Oh, right, registration. Right. And so um, the registration I didn't have in the car. And I was like, I got to go all the way back across town to go get that. I was just towed two weeks ago. You can look in your book, just flip back. The same car was towed and I, I paid for it then. I was like, can you just use all my information? It's in there. And she flips back. I can fucking see it on the piece of paper too. And she's like, no, nah, you still need to bring, you need to still bring it. And I'm like, I'm so I'm so heated right now, right? So I, I got to drive all the way back to town to go to go get this. I drive all the way back to town. I come back and get it. Well, when I come back, 
I can't remember what else it was that they asked me that now I need it again. And, I did it. <laughs> and so I'm like, at this point, I'm furious. Now I'm dealing with a guy, right? And I'm pissed off. And, and I go, you know what? I already had to deal with some fucking cunt before. Oh. Now I got to deal with you. This is when I found out it was his mom. <laughs> and he's like, that's my mom. Yeah. Right? And luckily, I'm a pretty big guy. And this guy wasn't nowhere near my size and stuff. And so he he was at least somewhat intimidated, but it didn't go over very well. <laughs> and so now he's like being a bigger asshole about me getting Now I'm at to jump through all these crazy hoops, you know, to make sure everything's, I need this now. I need that copy of this. and you proof of this. And uh. I'm like, so at this point, I'm I am so I would have stole my car out of there. <laughs> bro, I was so livid. So I go, the, I'm like, okay, and I'm such an asshole that I will There's find a, a way to, to this story. There is too, a, there. Uh, I will always find a way to get to like the last right. <laughs> so I'm and at this time I'm dating uh, my girlfriend and we're or dating my girlfriend Katrina and we're we're driving home and she's trying to tell me to calm down this and that relax and I'm I'm so fucking heated and pissed off. And uh, she's trying to you know tell me to settle down, but I was like, no, fuck this. This is about principle now. She said, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'll figure out something. I'm going to do something. Well, you don't, they have your car. So don't do this. Don't do anything destructive. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But I'm, I'm furious. So I'm like, I know what I'm going to do. So I go to the bank to go get my money. And I asked the teller, I said, um, could you give me $250 yeah. in quarters, please? I quarters? <laughs> I was going to say pennies. $250 <laughs> in quarters, bro. That's it's crazy awesome. already. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah, me tell yeah. you. So that's awesome. She's like, $250, sir? Are you sure? I said, yes. Give me $250 in quarters, please. So she comes out with I'm all the- I'm going to go play a lot of video games. She, she comes out with all the <laughs> rolls. And I'm, there's no way I'm going to give them to them the rolls either. I break, open, I break open all the rolls. You spend like an hour and a half. Oh, I spent so. a half hour fucking just breaking the rolls up, right? So I break all the rolls up, dump all the quarters in a plastic bag, and I show up and I fucking slam it on the counter. So there's my $250. Here's my registration. Here's my show. Give me my fucking car. Uh-huh. And <laughs> she and the guy, the two of them were both in there now, and they're like- you you can't do this. I'm like, what do you mean I can't do this? That's money. It's $250. You need to count it. I said, I already did count it. You need to count it if you don't believe it's $250. <laughs> and so they literally would, oh, they literally had to sit there and count it. They would have to count it before they would take it and release my car. So I went next door to McDonald's. I got a coffee and I came back and I sat there and drank my coffee while they counted $250 worth of quarters. Oh, <laughs> that's a good story. Excellent. Bitch. I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> so, nobody. I'm ever, actually nice to people. Nobody's ever towed your car. Yeah. No, yeah, they have, but uh, yeah, <gasps> it's here. Yeah. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Quick, 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 quick. That was a new one. Do you guys like it? I like, I that like it. Yeah, I just keep it. Like Hair by Claire. Can protein powder cause hair loss? Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. Now it. <laughs> it's, I don't. It's not protein powder, right? It's got to be something that's in the protein powder. That's a new one. I so the full I can't say I've heard that there was more to the question though, wasn't there? Well, wasn't so it like my friend, she, she had a she has a client, there and she go. had a client that she, she's a hairstylist, hence the name Hair by Claire. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I know we have a bunch of sense. nothing gets by you guys over yeah. here. Mm. Uh, so she has <laughs> a client of hers, which I'm assuming she cuts her hair, and that's what she means by client. Mm-hmm. And she said that this uh, client of hers was losing Thank her you. hair and said she started doing some research and she had came across some material that had said that whey protein can cause hair loss, which whey in itself sounds crazy. But where maybe she has, is there some truth to this? Maybe there's something in the, the, the protein that they would be buying? No. No? No. No, not yeah, at all? No, it's not going to cause hair loss. So I, I, I tried looking this up because uh, I'm like, I wonder, because she said... Like that, her friend had read somewhere. Yeah. So I googled literally. Um, let me see. I yeah, googled his name. Does protein powder cause hair loss? And uh, there's a Dr. Shapiro, Shapiro. who, um, incidentally, 
Was he also, in the OJ case? Uh, also, <laughs> also does hair he transplant? Hair. Does hair transplant? No way. Yeah, so he's a oh, doctor. This is so beautiful. This <laughs> is right in our wheelhouse. He's Thank a, you, hair. He's a doctor. Oh. That hair by does, Claire. Exactly. He does uh, shenanigans. And so he presented some paper about whey protein, saying that it causes hair loss because it stimulates. Uh, Testosterone, yeah, it raises so, testosterone. Which, before which, you, which, before which you go, sounds on. like a commercial for protein, right? Like I, like, I want to take it now. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I might, I might you're lose lost. my hair. You're gonna lose it anyway because my testosterone. Well, before you dig into these guys anymore, I, this I'm so glad we did cover this question now because this is isn't isn't it crazy, guys? That it's it's not just the fitness it, supplement it's a formula. Yeah. Well, it is, and this is this is what's wrong with fucking all these studies, and that's why it's so. I get so angry when I get in a debate with somebody that tries to throw a study out. I'm like, dude, do you even understand yeah. how to read a study? Do you <laughs> understand that that study is so goddamn biased because of who just put it out there? Right. The person who put it out there is going to benefit from the whatever the outcome Bro, of that study is. They're which the is paying exact, for it. Exactly. Nobody example. else cares. Bro, it gets so much better. It oh. gets so much fucking oh, better. Lay it on us. So this doctor who does hair transplant stuff was, he was studying like this whey protein cause hair loss and he's studying all the ingredients. And so based on his research, mm. he developed an enhanced whey protein concentrate formulation. <laughs> yeah, so now he sells supplements oh, too. And it's called, it's called Help Hair Shake. So this this protein powder. <laughs> so So he made up a problem. And so yeah. he could sell a product. Fucking brilliant. Captain that makes Snake Oil strikes again. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, so he made a protein powder that solves the problems of hair loss with protein powder. <laughs> with his protein powder. Brilliant. Yeah, no. Complete, absolute bullshit. Yeah. If, you're, if your friend's losing your hair, something else is going on. Could be a nutrient. Probably stress. Could be a nutrient deficiency. Could be stress. Could be mm. lack of... Hormones Calories. right now depends on how old she is right now, which she could be going through. Could be all. I mean, could be a lot of different things. Uh, Isn't there some weird like tick? Like some people get where they like bite their nails or they like pull their hair out and they don't even realize it. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. They know don't realize called. it. Yeah, they don't even realize. No, it. no. no they, like they like get this like urge to like pull their hair out and shit. Yeah, but you don't realize you're doing that. It's, no, you just like. They're just like kind of tugging. It, it's at just it. a constant, like you want to yeah. do it. Like you can it's pay like attention tick. to it. Oh, okay, I think I've seen girls do that before. Yeah, but they actually like, pull hair. No, not out. because they want you to. No, yeah. this isn't. This is not something that they <laughs> want. not you oh, not pulling that. their hair. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. I have no idea it's what you're different. talking about. But the, the most, I mean, the most common cause of hair loss is uh, what they call androgenic alopecia, which is uh, your DHT receptors in your scalp. Um, if you have a lot of them, you tend to lose your hair, um, and uh, this is why men. Uh, have lose hair at much higher rates than women do, but women can as well. Uh, it's just not nearly as common. It really has to do with the concentration of these receptors in your scalp. Some of us have a lot of them. Some of us have a little bit of them. You know what? I was just thinking about something. I'm totally going to detract us from Q and A right now. I'm a little disappointed in you. Why? Because we did it. We had a thread, a huge thread going on the forum right now, and we were all to participate in a TV series. Or a sitcom that we we most identify mm. with, and Doug got involved. Justin got involved. I did. Yes, I, I didn't see yours. I you. commented right after you. What? No, you didn't. I did. What? Did you see it, Justin? Bro, I love this. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Why don't you do this? Pull it up. I don't remember it. Let's and you'll it see. Way. It was. I replied to you right on the thread. This is great when Adam thinks I'm wrong. <laughs> You, well, why don't you tell me who it is then? It's so. Do you guys remember the TV show, The Wonder Years? I've told you guys this before. Okay, The Wonder Years. Okay, when I was a kid, people used to tell me that I looked uh, like, or I reminded them of Paul. Paul was the nerdy kid, his uh -huh. friend with the glasses. Oh, glasses. okay. Yeah, it's because I was skinny like him or whatever. I didn't have glasses or anything. But so you most I identify with the character because the way he looks. Because the way he looks, and you know what? The truth is, I don't watch a lot of uh, like 
TV shows, like sitcom shows. Mm. I watch, yeah, like documentaries and shit. Wow, that's such a lame answer. I, <laughs> I can't believe you out of all the fucking movies you've watched in your lifetime and so that well, you, you can't said TV. find. Can we well, say no, movies anything? Too? A TV series. I know Doug called me on that too. I said sitcoms originally. Doug's like, well, technically, Adam. Yeah, that is yeah. a TV series. That's why nice. I went with Uncle Joey first. So I, I was like sitcom. I all, know. I fucked day. it. Of course, that's me. You guys should know better, anyways. You know what? I, and I went back and I thought about you know when I wrote it. I thought I I thought I wrote that because in my head it, it was it just the shit doesn't come out fast enough you know what I'm saying my yeah. brain goes too fast sometimes and I just leave stuff out so mm, that's what happens yeah no TV series sitcom movies anything like that like a character that you could best identify the reason why I thought it was a great exercise I thought it was I love doing stuff like this on the forum because you know you learn about well, if there's movies many, I can pick some how many people did you read I mean I read through everybody oh, yeah, I, I like was to learn about oh I was so myself other people like you get insight in a different way oh, I mean, For Doug. Sure. Doug. I would have never guessed Doug to piss uh, to pick Gus from right. yeah from uh from what you call it from Break, Breaking Bad. Yeah. That was so great. Which one's Gus? Oh, Gus is he's total villain. He's a total bad oh, guy. Wow. That's why it was awesome. Well, you know, we know how Doug, crazy Doug is. Yeah. Well, nobody else does. And the guy's like he's very very intelligent, but he's got a uh, no. What a great character. See, right. when I, I always identify with like some kind of like uh like Braveheart. Like I really identified with him only because he was being told to do something and he wouldn't do it and he fought yeah. and died for it. That kind of shit. I don't, I'm not, this is true. I identify with Neo, you know, like from the Matrix. Oh, you know what? That's <laughs> you know, another one. You know? He was just like, yeah, oh, sometimes you feel like you're the one. Yeah, you're the See, one. Those, those, <laughs> you're, you're here to save everyone. I feel like those are emotions and those are like, you can't pick for me. No, I can't. I know. <laughs> you're just, your answers are horrible. Know, like Justin's like Joey from bad. Full House was so much better. You can pick for right? me if you want. No, I don't want to pick for you. That's what you want. Uh, you know. You have, a, you have someone in your mind. Don't that lie. That's not true okay. i'm actually i was really like just i was when i saw doug's i was like holy shit that's so awesome i thought that was such a great uh gave me great perspective of how he identifies himself right yeah. and then when justin did his i thought oh that's so hilarious because that's i would have never guessed i would have never given that that's why i was really i was excited uh -huh. to see you actually do this exercise and you failed miserably yeah, yeah. yeah. miserably oh, i second that okay moving back to qual <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to the task at hand. Chase Smith, do, do you really need to be in a caloric surplus to build muscle? That's a great question. I get asked that question all the time. Here's the thing with uh, building muscle. you do. It does uh, require energy to build muscle. Um, that does not necessarily mean you have to be in a surplus because your body can do what's called calorie repartitioning. It can, it can burn, uh, use body fat. Uh, to you know, supply you with some energy. Some of the nutrients you're eating can go to muscle, and so you can burn uh, body fat and build muscle at the same time. I've seen this happen many times. Uh, athletes will do this sometime. It's not very easy, and you won't get you won't be able to stay in this state for very long. Yeah. And everything has to be very, very on point right. for you in order to do that to be it's able like to kind of diet and build. It's like the Goldilocks, yeah. Well, it kind of goes in the same similar theories too as. You know, what would you guys say if I said, I'm definitely going to eat this big 1,500 calorie. It's going to be a surplus, right? It's going to put me over. It's going to put me at least 1,000 calories over. And I'm going to have this big 1,500 calorie burger and fry. Enjoy. I'm going to go to town meal. And I can either do it uh, later on tonight. And this morning, I did this a huge leg workout. And I killed legs. Harder than I normally do. Or let's say I do it tomorrow and I take the day off of working out completely. Do you think there's any any science to support that either one is more beneficial than the other? So eating the food, working out or or not working out? Exactly. 
it, you know, so let's say, and I let's say I t- let's let's actually separate it because I think that it would be better. I think it'd be easier to explain this if it, the days are separated further apart. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because I know if it's close like that, it's yeah. we, now we're we're splitting hairs. Let's say that the difference is me doing the working at eating it tonight after I had a hard workout this morning, mm-hmm. or eating it four days from now after I've taken the last three days off. Uh, fully so, recovered. I'm fully recovered. I'm not sore anymore. My body's is, is well. Here's the thing. So excess calories themselves uh, can or are known to stimulate protein synthesis. So simply eating more food does send a, a, a kind of build signal by itself. But that signal is very very short lived. Um, it, it, it very quickly will turn into body fat. Again, the body has to have a reason to have muscle. And so that's really the signal that you want to send that's going to make you build muscle because I could take anybody, not change their food at all, uh, give them a strong hormonal signal with you know anabolic steroids, mm-hmm. and without changing their calories, their body will find a way to find the energy to p- build a little bit of muscle. So I, I think we calories are definitely important. They definitely help. But we place so much um, importance on having to eat a shit ton to gain weight that uh, I think we get confused a little bit. That, that and we consider that to be the yeah. most important thing. When if your nutrition's decent, if it's good, the most important thing that that's going to determine whether or not you build muscle is your workout. Yeah, it's not your nutrition. Well, it's I mean, figuring out how to stimulate that signal. Exactly. You know, through, it's got to be through the workout, or you know, in the right sort of setting where you're you're establishing this environment into where your body needs to overcome it. Well, this is why, so, especially when you talk about CNS too. That's, yeah. Well, I was going to say this is why full body routines. Uh, where you train the body parts more frequently, for the vast majority of people that do them, uh, build more muscle on those type of routines than they do on a body part split. Because the the big detriment to a body part split is that you you send this muscle building signal once a week, and even if you hammer the shit out of your muscle, people don't realize that recovery can can take a while, but that muscle building signal ends pretty quickly. I mean, it, it'll last. The studies will show, I don't know, 48, 72 hours. So that, sign- that build muscle signal goes down. You're still recovering all week versus training your body parts more frequently where you're sending that muscle building signal more frequently and you're not necessarily doing as much work per workout, but you're still doing the same volume per week. This is one of the core concepts behind the maps programs and one of the main reasons why they're so effective i i, I mean we what we get messages all the time where people are like oh i got leaner and i built more muscle mm-hmm. i lost 15 pounds of body fat my squat went up 50 pounds and the, the difference is the signal they're just yeah. sending the right signal well the i body. think there's something to be said too if it's a new adaptation too for them yeah. right like let's say you're you're somebody who's never lifted weights before and we've seen this a lot right you've never lifted weights before and you come to me and you're 100 pounds overweight and I put you on a super calorie deficit, and yet you still build muscle. I mean, this happens because it's a, it's a brand new stimulus, a new adaptation. Mm-hmm. This body is totally new. It will adapt. And you got to remember, too, it still has other sources of energy on your body, like fat that's stored up in there. So your body can get it'll really figure out what it, what it needs to do. It can get really creative with what it does uh, with the calories that it does uh, take in. Of course, you can go down to a deficit that's so low that that your body simply has to it's got priorities right uh maintain brain maintain you know internal organs and it goes down this priority list and uh if if you're if you don't eat enough to 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 meet 
just those priorities, yeah, you're definitely going to lose muscle. You're not going to, you're going to lose everything. Um, But if you meet all those, basically what you want to do is you want to make muscle building one of those priorities or or at least want to move it up the list. So that's what that signal, uh, you know, signaling the muscle to grow is doing is you're just taking building muscle and making it somewhat of a priority to the body. And so if you're at a deficit, and it's not a huge deficit, but you're at a deficit, your body will burn body fat, but it believes that more muscle is in its best interest. And so it becomes somewhat of a priority. So you then build muscle and burn body fat. Well, it's such a, I mean, that's such a small, you know, like it's, it's so delicate, the balance there. It is. You know, it's, it's just like, I think that's why we, we talk more about like little incremental, like 500, you know, calorie, like bumps up and then 500 calorie bumps down because we want to, we want to sort of make that a little more intermittent. Uh, so it keeps along that line. It's really hard to stay in that very fine line because it's so easy to bump out of it. Well, think about it this way. Look, if you're, if you have any kind of experience with resistance training, let's say you're not a total beginner, you've been working out for at least, you know, a year or six months or whatever. Um, if you gained one pound, one solid pound of muscle a week, you're a freak of nature. Like, that's a ton of muscle. You're gaining four pounds a month. If you gain one pound of muscle a month, you're still kicking ass. That's 12 pounds yeah, in most, a year. Most anabolic enhanced bodybuilders are excited about 10 a year. That's what I'm saying. So so let's 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 just say that you're just you're you're kicking ass. You can build 10 pounds of muscle, lean muscle a year. How many calories do you think that comes out to? I mean, let's do you really think that's an extra thousand calories a day no that's that's 10 pounds for the whole year that might be an extra 25 calories right. a day or 10 calories out. a day yeah. it's actually it might not even be that it might not be it might be like 10 calories a day literally it's well, not that well, much more you you're, you gotta think that you're gonna you have to for every pound of muscle you you increase too you're gonna your your body needs x amount more calories sure but you i'm talking about you spread that out over 365 days yeah no no, no i get what you're saying but I, I think it's important to know too that you know you add 10 pounds of muscle that's an extra five to 600 calories your body needs a day to sustain that just could, alone from that it could be and i've read studies that say as low as 100 but it definitely speeds up the metabolism i mean that's 100 percent correct but fine let's Let's say 50 or 100. That would be 33. Do you really like would it be 33,000 calories to build and maintain oh, 10 yeah, pounds no, of muscle? Never. So, my point is, it's not nearly as much as you think. People overdo that. Look, bodybuilding is if there was a theme in bodybuilding, it was take everything that does something and overdo the fuck out of it. Yeah. So, oh, oh, eating, you know, I need to eat a little bit extra to build muscle. Good. I'm going to eat a shit ton extra or, oh, protein builds muscle. Great. I'm going to eat a shit ton of protein or, you know, this bottle says take two, you know, two grams of protein, uh, excuse me, two grams of creatine a day are what I need according to these studies. So I'm going to take 20. I mean, it's this theme that's common along bodybuilding, but I'm going to tell you something right now. If your body wants to build muscle, if you send it the right signal, then it's going to build muscle um, and your nutrition should be pretty good, but it doesn't need to be this like ridiculous tons of calories I see people do. This the mini bulk and mini cut concept comes from the fact that there is a little bit of an anabolic boost you get from increasing your calories, but it goes away very quickly. So you go into a bulk of maybe an extra I don't know three hundred to five hundred calories, depending on how big you are a day, and then you go to a mini cut for a short period of time, and you kind of go back and forth, and this allows you to build lean muscle because i know for myself i would go through major you know bulking seasons and i would eat a lot of calories and i would definitely gain a lot of weight and i'd get real strong but uh knowing what i know now a good percentage of that (laughs) weight was fat well you know once you as a male once you get over 15 percent body fat your body starts to you know your 
testosterone levels decline just naturally. For, they can for being higher in body fat. They can. I so. mean, fat is an estrogen sensitive hormone, but I know this. I know because now I can lift more in certain lifts than I did when I would bulk up to two hundred and thirty pounds. So it's like my lean body mass is at least the same, if not more. And now I maintain, you know, in the much much leaner body fat percentage. That's and that's because I learned that that whole mentality of major, you know, massive bulking and extreme cutting. And all that stuff. It's all bullshit. Well, so. somebody recently just asked me on uh, my Periscope about, you know, the mini cut, our whole mini cut, mini bulk theory. And, you know, how long how long do you do a cut or how long do you do a bulk for? And, you know, there's not like this. Uh, one thing we've always stayed away from is like this formula. Of, right. You know, you should be six weeks of this or two weeks of that. I, you know, but I, I was trying to explain them exactly what we're talking about right now. There's just certain things that you need to keep in mind. You know, like Sal was saying, like after a surplus for so long, those those hormonal benefits that you were getting for being a surplus start to diminish. And Mm -hmm. you want to you want to optimize the peaks of those. You want to be at the peak of your fat loss. You want to be peak at the muscle building when you're in those phases and you're trying to do that. So it really it would behoove you to switch back anytime your body begins to get more efficient and adapted to whatever you're currently doing. Same thing with with cutting, you know, and going down like, you know, there's there's that a point where it's like your body body's just not going to respond the same you know you need to add a little bit of a surplus to you know break and readjust and recalibrate everything again yeah this is what this is the whole concept of like having a cheat day yeah like again again bodybuilding they take something like super extreme and they're like oh awesome we're gonna make this a cheat day where i'm gonna eat you know ten thousand calories or whatever i want because it speeds up my metabolism right um again uh you know, not really the way. You no, should you do don't it. even. You only need about twenty percent what your maintenance is. Yeah, I mean, I would. In say, order to get those those hormonal benefits and shooting leptin up, your body right. only needs about a twenty percent increase of its daily maintenance. It doesn't need fifty percent. It doesn't need a hundred percent. It doesn't need to double up what you normally do. That's all it needs, and it'll spike it right back. No, up. this requires uh, that you kind of listen in your body a little bit. Um, you know, if I'm in a bulk, a mini bulk, when I start to notice uh, in the mirror that I get smoother than I want or I get a little bit more body fat than I want um, then I go into a little mini cut you know mini cut and and likewise when I'm in the mini cut when I notice that my performance uh, in the gym starts to decline and I'm getting weaker and I'm, I'm starting to feel a certain way then I'm gonna bump it up I just did that uh, this weekend I mean I've been kind of getting leaner and leaner and leaner I dropped like three pounds very quickly um, and I noticed my performance wasn't so good and I wasn't feeling so good in the gym. And so this weekend I gave myself uh, some somewhat of a surplus. My workout today was much better. And I think I'm going to stay in a surplus for a few days before going back down. So, But to, to answer the question, Chase, um, no, you don't have to be in a surplus. It does help, though, uh, if you are for short periods of time. Thick Chris 86 what do you guys still use from your personal training certifications mm. uh, this question was a little bit longer he was talking about you know our whole uh, experience as trainers and do we find what, what oh, which huh. what certifications were the most beneficial as far I as what, what we're using what we still utilize and it, it, is it all just a bunch of precautions as a trainer versus uh-huh. actual stuff that we apply still well my my original my very first certification was so when i started working at 24 fitness as a trainer this is before they align themselves. You had to be an Apex. old one, like Ace. Ace <laughs> he didn't or, do Apex. No, even before he's before that. I was before that. Too. No, no. So Twenty Four Fitness had their own certification. Oh, but before that, you didn't. No, no. I had no certification. So oh. I went in to work in the gym. I sat down in the, in the office with the manager. Uh, closed him. He hired me. I got clients. I couldn't train them until I was certified. By the time I got when I got certified, it took me 
uh, three weeks because they had the class and you go take the test. Um, I already had, you know, 40 hours of, of training waiting for me. It was pretty cool. But anyway, I went, did the 24-hour fitness certification, and here's what I learned. Uh, insertion and origin of muscles, and I learned uh, muscle names of muscles that I wasn't familiar with. Everything else was forgettable um, from that certification. Later on, I did NASM, and um, I learned a lot of, uh, you know, I learned some stuff in terms of correctional exercise mm-hmm. from the NASM cert. But the vast majority of what I learned and use today, I would say of all the knowledge I have uh, when it comes to personal training and helping people, I'm not even exaggerating, 99% of it self-taught, 1% was a certification. I went into the certifications already knowing quite a bit because it was something I was passionate about. And I came out of it with a little bit of information mm-hmm. and then I, it, it, that spurred me to learn you know, more. But um, I, you know, I haven't held tons of certifications either. I've, I've always self-taught and then I own my own business. So I don't need to have, you know, tons of certifications. I work with physical therapists and all that stuff. So I know you guys have held quite a, f- I know Justin, you've, you have probably the most yeah. actual formal education in this realm. Yeah. I mean, I <sighs> do you certification wise. I have probably well, like, well, cause five. he also went to, he also, oh yeah, no, it's PS for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I mean, I've done like pretty much all the NASMs they did, <laughs> which is like hilarious because it's all pretty much the same once you break it all down. Uh, once you learn the one, you learn the corrective side, then you learn, you know, uh, more of the sports specific and uh, you know performance side, and then um, you know I I, I was actually going to do NCSF, and so I I studied for that decided not to do that but where where i started to get focused on more was um i know for me like the best way for me to learn is is hands-on or just seeing and shadowing and like all of the knowledge i have is from shadowing people and like asking questions and and going up to like people i thought were you know doing it right and you know this is before youtube and all this kind of stuff existed right so it's like i i was in the gym and i'm just watching like you know trainers with their clients the interactions um what you know how their their clients were responding i would pay very close attention to all these things uh and then also i was i was more likely to absorb it when i went to seek it out so something like nasm or or one of these certifications i think has a lot of value uh but i think that um you know for me it it wasn't as interesting it was more of a formality uh you know to get me involved and and it was almost like a safety net for me to get hired in a sense um i i really learned a lot more from a lot of these workshops i attended and just uh, having people walk me through techniques and uh, a lot of the mechanics involved all the little intricate details that you're not going to get um from your books and then just really just just like all the hours all the hours just like every every time i'm i'm just you know, refining the process. This is why I think uh, a like an apprenticeship mm-hmm. would be an excellent way for you to learn. Well, that's why we always recommend that they started a big box gym where they would work with a yeah. you know, fitness manager. I, I'm surprised that these certifications don't do that. Like if you go get massage therapy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if, if you want to get certified as a massage therapist, they require you to go, you know, kind of work as an apprentice almost, right? To yeah. learn from an experienced therapist. 
why don't why don't personal training certifications? Well, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, you technically you don't. Even, I don't even carry any of my certs. Someone asked me on my Periscope what certification do you have, and I'm like, I have none anymore. Oh yeah, oh, no, mine anymore. Yeah, 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 I've you know oh, I've I, I've had a shit ton though over the years, but I I don't keep any of them current anymore because right. I don't have to. I've, you know, when you when you work for like a chain, they they require you to have a certification, but that's just their as a company a requirement. It's not a law. You don't have to have a personal. Uh, no, if you'd run your own business, you can. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that to me is crazy in itself that there's not this, you know, we have to put 100 hours in, plus we have to have this much schooling in order to do that. It's it's why there's so many bad ones, you know. It's why there's the 80-20 rule applies in this also is that, you know, the 80% of the trainers out there are kind of whack, and there's only about 20% at best that are, you know, really credible, really good trainers. And most, I, I think most even them would say that because I've, you know, I've had – many of trainers with, you know, their bachelors or masters, even some PhDs that work for me in the field. And, you know, that's not what made a good trainer for sure. I mean, uh, your education level is important. And what I'd say about all the certifications, um, you know, I've gone through IFPA, NESTA, uh, the NASM, uh, CPT, the NASM, SFS, the CES, the PES after the SFS. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read through N- uh, NCSF. ISSA, yeah, I've, I mean, I've gone through a lot, and a lot of, the, a lot of the certifications, um, you know, why I managed for all those years, I had trainers taking them, so I was always reading or helping them through books uh, that they were going through, even if I didn't get the certification. That because, like Justin was saying, kind of once you get, a, a, you know, a few of them under your belt or have gone through some of them, they're all kind of the same. They all, and I used to, I, I used to be really good at telling somebody like, oh, if you want Nesta, this is like really practical. Oh, if you want something that's, they get a lot of the math behind fitness the mm-hmm. ncsf is really good if you want something that's more floor and you know working class ace is such a good certification if you want something that's super well-rounded then nasm so i used to be able to cscs you know if you're like you want all the accolades right yeah. that was one that i almost got just, well you just have for to that. you got to have a bachelor's just, a bachelor's, just yeah, even to be able to do that so yeah I, you know the, those the, i used to be able to tell people what certification i thought was was better for certain things um, the takeaways that I have and things that I utilize, probably the vocabulary more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to no, talk to somebody. Yeah, that's yeah, no, true. You no, know, no, really. Like, it I mean, turn into selling points. Yeah, no. If I have a, do- you know, I have a doctor now. Instead of telling him we're going to do a chest file, I say, okay, we're going to do an abduction of the humerus and the horizontal plane here, and this is a reflection <laughs> of your pectoris major, your antagonist that we're that's working right. here, your rhomboids and rear delts. Uh, or, you know, so you'll talk all nerdy like that just to sound like you're really smart, but. That's all I feel like that I really got from those certifications was the terminology. And I mean, all the studying for and the vocabulary yeah. to understand what the fuck some of these medical books are saying and what what I'm, what this guy is explaining to me, which I, I tell you, you know, it's funny is now that I have all that background, this experience, it annoys me when people when people talk that way, because I, I find it. Uh, for the ninety percent of the people out there, it's so hard to understand that. I would never talk to a client like that. Yeah, because why? Other, other you've than, learned to pull back from that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's the same with me. And and I, and when and when I catch somebody online, this happens a lot too online, like social media, where somebody because I don't post like that. I don't write. I don't sit down because I don't write well as it is. I can hardly put a sentence together, <laughs> much less you know put it together with all kinds of big words. I got to look up to see how to spell. So I'm not that guy. I'm just gonna rip what it's, what's on my mind. I'll say it. But where people make a mistake is when you come after me and you try to get all smart and you start talking like that. And I, just because I don't do it all the time doesn't yeah. mean I don't understand like, what the fuck you're hello, saying. Hello, I understand all of this. Yeah. I, see, I use I'm that. Trying ver- to, I'm trying to speak to the major population so they understand. Yeah. Right. You know? I use that verbiage, but uh, I always explain it in layman's terms. Yes. I, the reason why I use the verbiage 
is uh well it's smart it builds credibility people read your page and they, that's why they think you're a doctor it depends well, on your environment dude you, you know what i mean yeah like your I environment's a little different that's uh, true i feel i have a lot of, i have a lot of clients at the uh that are yeah, in the medical because i'll use it you know with like certain clients like if i'm uh, i'm trying to be a little more professional and like their ceo type minds that really are trying to like extract a lot of more in, like specific information or something like that you know but for your general like type client it's just like well, okay let's do this i'll say this a certification is a is a good place to start but it is in no way uh, a place to finish or you know that's that's you start there you get your certification and then the the rest is is really up to you and, and here's the thing you know can you learn a lot from certifications that you can't learn on your on your own? Nope. All that information's out there. All of it is out there. Yeah, but for free. But, if, before but, you finish knocking on them, I wasn't done explaining what I think is still good. I think there's there's some good to the certifications. I don't want us to just knock. I I, I credit a lot of the, the my education and information from certifications. I've read a lot of those books. I did, and I've taken a little bit from all of them. Mm-hmm. Does it supersede or trump? Uh, the hands-on knowledge, hell no, not even close. Do I think, though, that that order should still... I think you should read. I think you should get a certification. I think you should go through those things. That way, when you start to go apply things uh, in the mm-hmm. real world, uh, you have something to pull from and to start with because that's what it's about. It's about having some sort of a foundation and grasp and understanding because you also don't want someone to be like, oh, I have you know this pain or ache here and you have no fucking yeah, clue. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to learn as I go. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah you can't, Which you can't do a lot of that, that right? We do, yeah. we do, we do a lot well, of that. And you want to minimize that as much as possible. Possible. Yeah. And certain certifications right. help you a lot with that. I, I the NASM, the the foundation of uh, l- looking at someone's squat and look at someone's deviations. I would never even have looked at a client like that. Squat assessment tool, yes. one of the most valuable Actually, things I got from that. The assessment, yeah, yeah that's a absolutely good point. the squat, and, and on many levels, not just on helping a client. Sales tactic. What a great way yep. to sell somebody. I've well, sold- just seen people and how they move. That like opened my eyes to like all the different you know dysfunctions that are out there. Yeah, you're a trainer. You want to impress somebody. You learn a squat assessment inside and out and the terminology and all the corrective uh, exercises that you need to do to fix an imbalance and you'll right there i guarantee if you become a master that one little thing you will sell so much more training that you have no idea because that is one of the coolest things to take somebody who walks into you they think they're here just to hire some guy who's going to help them lose 20 or 30 pounds you have them do this assessment which they have no idea really what they're getting into when you're making them do a squat assessment and then you tell them about all the imbalances going on in their body based on the way their movement pattern is Mm -hmm. and they start tripping out that you know all this because they're like oh my god I had surgery on my right knee that explains why you have that asymmetrical shift to your left oh my god when I was a kid I used to play baseball and this side was always you know always bothering me you know what I'm saying and all the things that you were able to point out, they correlate to all the things that they've been doing their entire life, and all of a sudden you have this connection with them, and they start hitting home. Yeah, 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 and this credibility of wow, this guy's not just going to help me lose fifteen pounds or gain five pounds of muscle. He knows his shit, and he's going to really help well, me. Here's where I was going with the cert <clears throat> with the cert thing. Like, if you have uh, a trainer that's got six certifications um, and they know lots of stuff about exercise and training. Part of that is because he's a very motivated individual and he seeked out and studied and went and did six certifications. My point was that if you're that kind of a motivated individual and you're really passionate about uh, training people and about fitness and about biomechanics, that information is all there. Certifications, they package it together in a particular way and it might make it easier to access, but but it's all that information is all there is all I'm saying. And if you're a motivated person and you want to learn, don't think that you have to get certified if you want to learn 
it's all there uh, at the touch of your finger pin, uh, of your you know your finger right there on the internet. So that that, that was what yeah. I was and what you I think what we're doing right now. I mean, you know, th- this is fucking gold. Yeah. This is if you're a trainer. Oh, I would have benefited a lot. Oh from, hell from yes. us just listening to this. I mean, just just yeah. like that that question that you just and I felt like it took a lot of us kind of throwing shit out there about it to get to. If you could take one thing from what we just said, master your learn the squat assessment. Master the squat assessment. Yes. Learn learn that squat Inside assessment. and out. NASM I think is one of the best at it. Doesn't mean you have to use them as a certification, but it's probably mm. one of the most powerful tools I ever. I, took I would also recommend FMS screening too for you know if you want to take that then assessment to the next level hell yeah uh, you hell know, yeah just, for sure just to take that because you just learn so much more about you know mechanics and how everything well i know, think that interacts. even more i think justin's even that's kind of like the you graduate to that you yeah. learn the squat assessment you understand how the basic a basic squat should look like in the movements and balances then you progress to you know mobility type stuff like that and to, i think that's a way brilliant and way smart because that's the direction the fitness industry is going i'll tell you right now, i've said it already once you're gonna want to know what that's all yes about. yes yeah. mobility Ability and fun, yes, for sure. Head that way. East Coast Kenny loves doing CrossFit type training and is wondering how to incorporate intense physical activity into maps. So he's doing uh, he's doing maps, hmm. but he wants to also do CrossFit. Can I just I say want, I'll, I want to make, I'll I'll pray for you. <laughs> I want to make a shirt that says I love CrossFit and Mind Pump. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love CrossFit I and love Mind, Mind Pump. Pump. What a rebel! Uh, and CrossFit, yeah, and CrossFit. Yeah, I would say you know here's the thing with CrossFit. CrossFit has its own a specific type of methodology in their training. It's intense focused, intensity focused. Um, it's going to compromise quite a bit of your ability to adapt and build muscle um, like you would on the mass program. But if you were to right. do them, um, I would you know I would take the maps program, which includes two or three foundational workouts a, a week, and I would bring them down to one or two mm-hmm. and then do CrossFit one or two days a week. Um, you can continue doing the trigger sessions on the off days, or and that you know that's a lot though. That's yeah. the thing you got to be careful because you could actually like look at it specifically as its own phase, right? That's a great uh, that's you a great know point. like you could just keep it as like this is high intensity circuit training, which is basically if I had to sum CrossFit up, that's what I would say it right. is. But I mean they get like way crazier. But um, if you take it in a phase of like three, four weeks would be tough <laughs> of CrossFit, but. And then come back to you know rational thinking. <laughs> that's know? that's actually a good idea because you could go you could go get maps, out of your system. You could go maps phase one two and three. Mm-hmm. You end three phase three in you know for example in red is much more of your faster paced. Yeah. Uh, you know you're going to build more hell, muscular endurance. Then come back and then you can go CrossFit for two or three weeks and then come back. I feel like if I was talking to this person, I could I feel like I could prescribe this to you if I was talking to you because I, I I would need to ask you more follow up questions. For example, well, first we talk them out of CrossFit. <laughs> no, no. What I what I actually would like to know is I would like to know what do you like about CrossFit. So I need you. I need to hear from you. Mm. Is it the movements? Is it he, the competitiveness? Because he might like Phase Four. Well, that's of, uh, is, that's where I'm getting. Map at. Is it, if it's just the intensity, well, we're, we're, there's other ways that I can show you how to use maps to increase the intensity to where it feels crazy like CrossFit. Is it the the power movements? Do you mm-hmm. like doing power exercises? Because there's ways I would tell you to do that. Let's focus just on that, right? Yeah. Uh, there's ways that I would tell you to do that. So I, I'd be more interested to hear deeper into 
to what it is about CrossFit. And I'm not, and once again, please don't take this like I'm saying I'm so anti-CrossFit. I just, you know, what part of it that you enjoy so much that you feel that you have to, you know, follow it exactly how it is and find a way to try and mold it into maps. Well, let's let's break it down on the things that you love about CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And that, and I really think CrossFit. Uh, with if you can extract, you can extract a lot of great things from CrossFit, a lot of great things. And in fact, that's what it needs. It needs somebody that actually knows how to program design, which is also why some CrossFit gyms are awesome because they have, I know some buddies that are really, really intelligent trainers mm-hmm. and they are, they have drank the Kool-Aid. They love CrossFit and they compete in the games, which fucking more power to them. Yeah. And they run a business around it. So they do their best to program design within what they have to work. And that's why some boxes, they, uh, uh, some of the trainers totally deviate from the typical workout of the day the workout of the day stuff to me that's you don't want to be that i hope that's not what you like about crossfit is somebody randomly throwing you a workout every single day that's has no rhyme or reason why you're doing it that's just absurd if you want to do that then yeah just do that just do crazy shit well the beauty the the beauty of maps is that it's um it can complement pretty much anything that you're doing but you always you always want to consider this if you're training for multiple forms of adaptation You'll get a little bit of each of them, but you won't really get a lot of any of them. You right. know what I'm saying? And CrossFit is, uh, you know, very intensity driven. It's lots of strength endurance, some cardiovascular included. And so, if you throw that into Maps, you're going to get, you're still going to get more benefit because Maps does a very good job, depending on which one you, you're, you're enrolled in, whether you're looking for, you know, aesthetics or building I'm gonna you know, say, muscle. Yeah, like look, at, like Adam was trying to to get at is like, what were the adaptations you were seeking? Because I'll guarantee they're in some phase of maps that we addressed. Specifically wanted to in performance too, because you know, conditioning is its own phase. You right. know, and let's let let's keep that separate. You know, moving super, you know, fast with power is its own phase its own face. And that's what the only way I could think of that you would even need to really make a major modification to fit your CrossFit quote unquote into maps is if there's a specific exercise that we don't do, which I I could would love. That's what we do on the forum. Somebody says, man, I love doing, you know, power cleans, you know, and maybe it's not in the program somewhere. So we say, okay, I love people that love power cleans, right? That's my jam, right? So that's a perfect example of we'd say, okay, well, absolutely. I would. And then we would even give you a recommendation of where we have a certain exercise that we would replace that with and where you would put that in the map's face. So if there's movements that you love about CrossFit that just happen to be uh, not be in there. And if you're like super adamant about doing a silly one, like a kipping pull up, you know, just because that's no, you'll never (laughs) find that in maps, but you absolutely want to do that because maybe you're inspiring to be a uh, a gymnast one day then yeah i mean absolutely throw some you know kipping pull-ups in there for sure yeah try doing one of those in a real gymnastic gym (laughs) (laughs) andrea malecki is asking what was your impression of each other when you first met oh i fucking hated these guys yeah pretty much (laughs) you didn't you didn't think to yourself like damn (laughs) if i was only gay well Uh, i I think so. Doug has the love and well, no, Doug is Doug had you right. There's none of it. None of us had the experience of meeting all of us at one time for the first time, right? We 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 all met one of the other ones. You can still go back in time and remember the first time you met each other. (laughs) It doesn't have to be when you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. no. What I'm saying is, I was just I was curious to the the perspective, different perspectives. Weird, isn't it? Okay, so I had (laughs) I had I met Justin. uh, I go further back with Justin than I do with Sal or Doug. 
And I met Justin probably in 2005-ish, I'd like to say, somewhere around there. Justin, when'd you graduate from college? Yeah, 2005. So about 05, 06, yeah. right? So he came. He was just a young little whippersnapper. Well, no, it was 2004, my bad. And uh, he came He came into my gym and I wanted a job. My first impression of Justin, true story here, I thought he was going to be okay. <laughs> Little fact, did you know, asshole. In fact, I, I hired him, and I and, and I have to I have to admit this is this is part of what why I like Justin. You know how we always say we like our paradigm shattered. Well, Justin shattered my paradigm. I actually didn't think he he could be that great of a trainer, and he he did more than surprise me. So I I, I thought it was. Uh, right. pretty yeah. neat because right. I, I actually hired him at the same time that I hired another guy. So it was Nick and Justin and I l trained them together. We met every day and I went through the whole process with them. And, you know, when I would talk to my superiors and they'd always ask me, you know, how are the new guys coming along? I said, well, you know, I got this Nick guy I'm really excited about. And then there's this Justin guy. He seems to be, you know, he seems to be pretty smart, but I don't think he's going to make it. He's really quiet. He doesn't, uh, <laughs> he doesn't seem to be outgoing enough. I don't think he's going to, he's going to last soldier, but I'm, I was like, I'm hoping because I can tell he's got like a competitive spirit to it that maybe I can play off of that a little bit to get him to compete with Nick, who I think is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> Justin ended up and kicking ass. Yeah, him. no, and whatever yeah, happened. To yeah, the other no, guy. Justin squashed him among every other trainer, which is why he was my right hand man. Yeah, I we, love Nick, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Nick's good. <laughs> yeah. And Nick is he's a, he was a great trainer. That just shows you how great Justin yeah. was. Nick was I wasn't wrong about Nick. Nick was a great trainer. Uh, Justin just became a lot better. Um, so that was. Thank you for vocalizing that. Oh, I got you. Refreshing. Is, is that, <laughs> have you been waiting for years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, you know, finally, uh, he starts like, crying. Ah, vindication. My my impression started off wrong with Justin. It was changed then, and I and I guess uh, from then till now, uh, I, I, all these men, I, I feel like we have become family. I mean, it's really uh, we take baths together. Well, yes. and, and I, I know and Andrea's on the, she's on the forum, so she knows, like, Dr. you see how, levels. I think the forum, and I, you know, I'm gonna get off topic a little bit, because recently we had a forum discussion that got a little, a little rough, somebody thought I got butthurt over something, because I simply disagreed with their, their thinking, um, and I, I love, um, and this is why it's like the the forum to me is like our baby. It's like a child, you know. It's something that and and Sal really was the one who developed it and fostered it first. And I feel like now it's a piece of all of us. I love now Adam's like feeding it with his titty. Well, I <laughs> what <laughs> I look at it and t correct me if Sorry. I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. And this is where I'm getting at with this. I know it sounds like it's a huge detour. But it's really not. Is I think the forum is such a great representation of each of us combined. Mm. there's a little piece of all of us or not a little, there's a big piece of all of us in all of it. And so I'm very passionate about how, how it's evolved, what it's changed. And I've watched that happen. And I feel like uh, it's a direct reflection of my relationship, my feelings about each of you gentlemen. I mean, all the way down to watching the way people openly express their feelings amongst each other mm -hmm. to people sharing dark secrets of theirs yeah. and struggles and insecurities and joking, hooking up. This is this is where I, I you know, I've grown to love these guys like family is because we we have this ability to do that. And it's not, it's very, very rare to find that in other men, you know, other men aren't comfortable and secure enough with sharing their emotions and their feelings. hundred percent true. You know, and yeah. I really, uh, I'm this is way different than bodybuilding.com. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. way, yeah, it's way different Just than that. FYI. So, uh, man, my impressions now, I would take a bullet for anybody in this room for sure. Hell yeah.
You might have yeah, to. How do we follow that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope you remember that. Well, oh no, no, that, that was that's Justin. When oh, I, that bullet when, was for Sal. When, <laughs> my, when I when I met when I met Sal, uh, and this is yeah, truth for sure. And it was like love at first sight with him. Like Justin, it was yeah. a total different story. No, no. Yeah, I met Sal, and I'm like, oh my god, it's me. It's, this is totally me, and I love you, me. You find my cock brother. You found a way to compliment me and you at the same time. Cocks align. <laughs> no, it's uh, you know, I was like, no, I found a smarter, better, lo- better looking version of myself. Oh, this no. is fucking. Oh, you wow. This is crazy. Isn't he laying it thick? To no, me? no, oh, I, I think very highly of myself. So that was a, that's oh, a huge compliment. <laughs> I thought, man, this motherfucker ah. is smart. You know. Damn, I see where you're going. Um, and it, it, that has not, uh, to me, the, like I said, the, it was love at first sight with him and I, and I literally, from that moment on, uh, I've, I've, and I keep falling deeper in love with him the more we spend time together. And I'll, I'll t- I, I do want to say one thing that, and it just recently happened, maybe like mm. two nights ago, yes. uh, where that, uh, just attributes to the whole falling in love, deeper in love with the man is that he, uh, I we can get we get in disagreements all the time where we t- literally no I disagree with you and would say it just say no I disagree no yeah. no I don't think so and I love that we can do that you guys I lo- are totally cool yes I mean, we're all totally cool everybody is. even I have my little like menstruation sessions right <laughs> everybody has this you know I mean? has this unbelievable respect for each other and uh, it's rare to find it's uh, unique it's also explains a lot of why this is so special and then Doug lastly Doug was I met Doug. You know, literally, like right after I, I had met Sal, because you know him and Sal had already been doing business together, and we were introduced. And Sal's like, man, In the biblical I, sense. And when we, when I first met Sal, it was, you know, I had intended Sal to, to work just with I, and at this time I had no intentions of working with Doug at all. I, I didn't know Doug. I just knew that I knew where Sal's brain was, fitness wise, his his philosophy and his theories, and where how it all aligned with our visions, Justin and I. So I thought this guy would be just a huge asset, and this just goes to show how much respect I also have for Sal. And what I think about it was when he told me, "Doug's the man," and you know, I w- I want Doug to work with us, and you'll see. I was just like, okay, yeah. And I would never do that. I would never allow just some random person to come in our circle or a random person to be a part of a business that I have this huge vision for, especially if not I've not seen him work or do anything. But I already had this huge respect, instantaneous for Sal. That when he had, had mentioned Doug, and then Doug has been like this, uh, he's like this present that you just you open up and you're like, oh my god, you're so excited oh you got god. this present, and then you keep finding like so big. more things in there, like oh shit, and there's this, and oh, and it comes with this, oh, yeah. and it's this, yeah. That's like that's my impression of uh, of Doug. Like he just he just keeps getting better and better with the, the more the more time I know, and that means and and everything too. What's up? Yeah, I'm a box within a box. <laughs> he's a box. Within, no, he's. Uh, he has his. If you act now, we'll give you a sham. Wow, an unbelievable talent for what he does. Uh, the reason why you guys one can, of the hardest working people, absolutely. Period. Which to me that and that's where 100%. I think I have uh, where him and I. He uh, Sal talked in an earlier episode about you know how if we were talking about just pure working that I'd probably work everybody to death. But if there was anyone that's going to give me a run for money, it was definitely Doug. Because anytime I text at like 12.30 or 1 in the morning, yeah. if there's anyone that responds to me, it's fucking Doug. Well, you say he's like on his computer and on a yeah. retreat all like, oh, God, him and I trying sometimes to get some sleep. We'll he's be- like, K-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-k-
Text Doug. He'll respond. Do it at 1 a.m., midnight, anytime. Yeah. Of the day. His work, yeah. So his work ethic, his talent. I mean, it's it's very sick, and it's uh, you know, it's and it's very special, and all, the whole thing together is very special. So. Um, I, I continue to fall more and more in love with these guys the more and more we do work together. It's a great, it's a great team. I mean, uh, at the first, see, Adam, the first actual first time I met you was when you came, you were with Larry, who's uh, somebody that we both had worked with. You guys came to ABA, you guys came to my gym, mm. and you had walked through. And so we didn't talk very much at all because I, uh, I met Adam before I met Justin. And when you came in, I was just like, Look at this tall, handsome motherfucker <laughs> walking through my gym. Like, I want to hang out with him. Yeah. Uh, and you laughed. You didn't say, you know, we didn't say much. But I had heard people flare. had told me for a long time that I needed to meet you because whatever. You guys need to meet. You guys need to meet, which is very strange. You know, I, that's something that you would hear if, like, you're a single guy and then someone wants to introduce you to a girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got to meet this girl. You guys will totally like... You guys like, people, will hit it off. People keep telling me that. You got to meet this guy, Adam. You're yeah, actually right. the only man that that's ever happened to me where people have told me the same thing, too. Like, you got to yeah. meet Sal. It was so yeah. weird, right? So I used to hear that about you yeah, all really? the time. Yeah. yeah, so when I finally... Uh, so then when we got on the phone, it's actually what happened. We got on the phone. Remember, we talked about just the fitness industry and that's when we started talking about podcasting. And uh, we were on the phone for like... 45 minutes but just flew by and then when i when i came over your house that night when we were going to just you know talk about you know what we're going to do and i met justin and it was just nobody we we couldn't there was no silence we were all going back and forth and the energy continued to get elevated you know what i mean i don't know if you've ever those of you listening if you've ever been in a group conversation where the energy elevates to a point where it becomes a frenzy mm-hmm. of whatever, just energy, just excitement, just, you know, um, and that's exactly what it was. But initially, I remember telling Doug this right away. I said, um, I said, well, I said, you know, because I had met, you know, uh, Adam and Justin um, before Doug did. And Doug sent me a text or a phone call, I think. And he's like, you know, what do you think? And I said, Definitely, uh, me and Adam will be able to get on the get on the mics and talk and do a lot of stuff. Justin didn't say much, however, a couple times he said some stuff that I thought was really cool. So we'll see. Uh, same thing with my experience with Justin was, uh, although right off the bat, I'll tell you this, Justin, right off the bat, you came across very very straight shooter. Like there wasn't any doubt. You, I, and it's pretty rare where you meet someone you go, I trust that guy to watch my kids. Mm. Like I thought that with Justin right away. Um, and then when we got and we started recording. Um, I re- I remember thinking like this is like this is gold because you bring a, a you know Justin brings a quality um, to the show that uh, would not exist uh, that we couldn't create without him um, I, and I think that's true for all of us but definitely Justin has oh no we've a all remember quality. we've all done an episode where one guy's missing and, and it always sucks but Doug I met uh, he came to me as a client and um, we sat down and talked and he had experience exercising and a chiropractor had sent him because he had a bad back. And um, we started, you know, discussing my philosophies, which were very different from what he had heard in the past. He was very receptive. In a very short period of time, uh, he became one of the hardest working clients uh, that I had ever had. And what I mean by that is uh, he would do what I told him. He would train. He would come back. He would ask questions. He was very receptive. He was like everybody's dream client mm-hmm. in that sense. At the So he's very hardworking. It was all business when we came in the gym. But then in between sets, we'd have fantastic conversations about you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, that it, it was at that point he had, uh, approached me and told me, Sal, if you ever come up with anything, let me know. I'd love to work with you. And that's where it all started. I had no idea. I remember, I think I even told him, I said, I, I don't know. I have no idea what You're I'd like, want to do. Let's just start with film. Dude, when I came up with, <laughs> when I came up with some of the ideas behind maps, I wanted to write a book 
And Doug's like, no, we're going to put you on camera. And so that's how kind of this start, started, you know. And then he said, we need to start a podcast. You should write a book. You should do all these different things. And, um, you know, that's kind of led us down here. But um, I, I, I've i worked with a lot of people. I've been self-employed for, you know, most of my working life. And um, I've never worked with uh, anybody where I feel like I could completely go to shit and they're going to carry they're going they're not only going to carry me but they're going to carry the whole yeah. the whole project i've always felt like i had to be yeah. like you know and i feel like that now i feel like i could something happens to me we're it's we're going to still do fantastic and it's cuz these guys bust their ass so it's, some of this is some of this is uh, i don't know if, what you want to call it luck or fate or whatever i don't know it's fate man it's fate okay I'll just say yeah no, I feel the same way. Like I, I literally do feel like we can conquer so much more, which I didn't really think that I would find that because, um, you know, and much like I think you guys pick up on about my personality, it's that, you know, I'm really, really, really good at managing myself. And that's, that's where my strength is. Mm. And so for me, um, you know, getting through the whole process of, college and like learning and getting away and kind of finding myself and then coming back um you know for me to to kind of meet other people that i I wanted to be successful and so like i i I naturally gravitated to successful people and charismatic people and people that i felt like you know had really strong integrity and you know were reliable and all these things and uh you know that's exactly what i found with each one of you guys and it's like it's it's unparalleled because i've worked with so many other people that like they don't share that that quality to that degree where it's like you know you're you're at a you're at a level where you're so much uh, more professional but at the same time like you're not going to take those those other pathways to get there you know you're like you're going to be successful but you're going to you're going to get there the right way right and uh that's so freaking hard because that's the hard route you know and that's what i've always been about is is you know just going like head through walls and i'm going to go that 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 hard way and i'm going to get there and uh so anyway so my my experience first uh meeting with adam uh it was pretty cool it was like <laughs> I was just like sitting there and I, I I couldn't believe like you were younger than me, right? <laughs> yeah. This guy had this kind of like weird energy about him that he's like, you know, five years older than me and just commanding me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, all right, man, teach me. Oh, Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? It's like, like I knew, I knew quite a bit from like going through school, but like, I got to give you all the credit. This is here. Here's where I'll give it back to you, bro. Like, I feel like you're the one of the best managers like I've had ever out of any other like industry anything I've ever done better than any teacher I've had because it's like they didn't connect with me you know they didn't try and find who I was and what my strengths were and like get inside that like I don't know that's one of your gifts for sure um but yeah so it, he he was able to kind of unlock that and then I was able to find that and then just fucking run with it but uh, yeah, so that was that was a big deal for me because like there was a point where we were like, uh, I'm gonna go to this other gym now. You want to cruise with me? You know, and like I'm like, yeah, dude. I, what are you gonna leave me here? You know, I just got into this. So uh, yeah, and then the first time I met uh, 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 Sal, I was just like, oh my god, here's another one. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> like it was crazy. Like, like just the charisma and everything. I was like, wow. It's like, don't trust this guy at all. <laughs> like, Dude, this guy, you know, he can't be for real. And then like, like the integrity piece took, you know, it took a little bit and I started realizing like, wow, no, this guy, not only is he like super like articulate and like he presents information so well and easy like but it's like authentic you know it's not like this is just something that he's trying to show off or or or, you know be above people and like i don't know i've had a lot of professors that have that same sort of uh a way of of delivering information but they're so fucking arrogant about it you know and i feel like that's your gift like you're not arrogant about the way that you present like solid information i feel like people really benefit from that and uh yeah. And then, so yeah. So for me, it's all about like realizing, you know, the authenticness with you guys. Same thing with Doug, you know? So, it, it, you know, him to, to work tirelessly on all these different projects we do behind the scenes. And then, like, we just every now and then we try and, like, Doug, dude, he's doing all this shit. And we're trying to tell, like, our listeners, like, how involved he is because, like, you have to know, you have to know how hard this guy works. So. Anyway, crazy amount. I, you I, make me cry, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to hear. I want to hear Doug's perspective. I think he has the, the neatest perspective for sure. Well, one thing I got to note here is anytime we get a question about the origin of Mind Pump and our relationship, it's always the longest answer yeah. we get to <laughs> any question that's ever you know presented it's on true. our she quad. Just a whole like episode on this. Yeah, it's a, it becomes a whole episode in a, <laughs> in of itself because. Uh, I think the thing that really that we all share here is this intense passion for what we're doing. And as you said earlier, I think it was you, Adam, that said, you know, we don't always agree on things and we put out our conflicting views and then we easily morph into a single minded view and we move forward with that uh, because we do set the, the egos aside and we're malleable. And we have the bigger vision in mind. And, uh, you know, if we feel like, okay, you, yeah, you've presented a better point of view, I'm going to go with that. I'm, I'm just going to put my, my point of view aside. I'm going to throw it aside. And I'm just going to move forward with, with you guys because there's so much trust Isn't it there. Isn't crazy how everybody can do that at this we, we do it. And, and that, to me, has been the thing that is mind-blowing. And this is, I think, really our magic power well it's crazy because it shouldn't be mind-blowing it should be like common sense right well why fight yeah why exactly fight? so many people go through life fighting everything and everybody mm-hmm. why do that how does that get you ahead i mean you're you're far better off if you can get along with people and work together but you know my perspective begins with sal as i as was mentioned was you know i came in uh needing some help I had 20 years of experience in a gym and I had 20 years of frustration and I met Sal and here, here's this guy that presented this point of view that just blew my mind really. Cause he, he had such a different point of view from anybody I'd ever dealt with. And again, the, the articulate nature of his uh, way of expressing it. Um, I knew he was somebody I wanted to align myself with from the very get go. And I think I mentioned it before that, you know, he had this kind of this Tony Robin Robbins-esque type of a presence, you know. It's he, my big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he, here he is in this small personal training studio, he and I knew gums. that he could go well beyond that. And then, of course, you know, I met Adam, and, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. 
uh, and Adam looked like a giant, and I go, oh, man, God, you know? <laughs> that's what he what jumped we, in his pocket. What are we going to do with this gorilla? Yeah, so I, I jumped on his back, and that's been the ride ever since. Been the, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I got to confess, you know, I've, I've, I've wanted to impress you guys, too. You know, I, this is one of the, this is one of the drivers behind it. Is I, I just want to do a good job. You know, mm-hmm. I want to I want to earn my keep and uh, you know be a integral part of this team and be you know essential part of this team. And um, and so I, I I'm happy to hear always that I've been able to accomplish that to some degree. Well, I think uh, we're all a little bit like that, right? I think that's what I think that's what really motivates mm-hmm. all of us is everyone has so much respect for the other three. That you don't want to be the guy who doesn't bring his A game. That's right. Shit, but no, absolutely yeah, not. Turns. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then we did that first recording, uh, and which is happens to be on the forum, where Adam goes into his sparkly oh, tank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was going through your head at that point? Come on, oh Doug, my god! What are you thinking about? You're like uh, Sal. I don't know about uh, this. Adam. I mean, you know, if any of you who have seen that video and saw Justin's head down and shaking. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was me times ten. It was yes. like, oh my god, what did I get into? You know, I, I kind of come from a conservative background. I was so I, excited when I heard that. Uh, but <laughs> but I also was See, me like, I get the same reaction. You yeah. guys were like, yeah. But you freedom. know, I I, could, I mean, I could instantaneously tell that Adam was a very charismatic person, and uh, you know, I I felt like, wow, uh, this this is going to go somewhere right from the get go. You know, and Justin was, uh, of course, the more quiet one, and uh, took him a while to find his footing as far as the show was concerned. But <laughs> Justin has got to be the funniest guy <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I've, Thanks, you know, I've, uh, I've done I'll a lot it. of improv comedy. Not saying that I'm, I'm the world's greatest at it, but I've been around some very good, very, you know, uh, high level performers. And I think Justin could really hang with a lot of those guys. Oh yeah, for right. sure. What's funny is that he don't seen... tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to lose you, Justin. <laughs> no, what's funny? What's funny is the guy. The guy that was the most nervous on the mics is usually the guy. He's he'd be the most comfortable if we did a seminar or something to just like do some crazy shit on the stage. In mm-hmm. fact, he actually gets excited when we consider it. I do. Like we're gonna come yeah. out and we're all gonna yeah. you know do a somersault and then you know moon everybody. I would Justin's so like, much Fuck rather yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> than, than do what you do. Well. Yeah. Listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes and check out mindpumpmedia.com. That's where we have our maps super bundle. That's red maps, green maps, and black maps. Nine months of exercise programming. Check it out. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB super bundle includes maps anabolic, MAPS Performance and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee And you can get it now, plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. 